Oh, my God. 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Pues
day. Speak my own mind and I've got what to say. You haters may hate, but I'm still here to stay. There's love in my heart and I have lots to share. So let's build a world full of people who care. This life can be tough, but we will not despair. Light up our lights so they shine everywhere. When darkness surrounds you, no need to submit. Though it may seem heavy, you need just a bit of light from your friends to make the darkness lit. Guess what? Guess what? It's gonna get lit. We may have our troubles, but we never quit. When we get together, the pieces all fit. Our music's legit, so it's gotta be a hit. Guess what? Guess what? It's gonna get lit. so typical i think your own individual listen to these words and count all the syllables sunday circle with my friends it's a ritual one day i was lost and solving the puzzles stuck in the mud and stepping in puddles my team picked me up when we got in a huddle and my team is all y'all the only thing that we can do is be kind talking and laughing and bonding combined i'll be your friend and you can be mine hit the button rewind now I sit back and I think about time Remembering all the mountains I've climbed Feel like a hawk cause I'm soaring and flying Now look at me shine When darkness surrounds you No need to submit Though it may seem heavy You need just a bit Of light from your friends To make the darkness play Guess what? Guess what? It's gonna get lit We may have our troubles But we never quit when we get together, the pieces all fit. Our music's legit, so it's gotta be a hit. Guess what? Guess what? Just a bit of light from your friends to make the darkness fade. Guess what? Guess what? It's gonna get lit. We may have our troubles, but we never quit. When we get together, the pieces all fit. Our music's legit, so it's gotta be a hit. Guess what? Guess what?
ever told, tiniest of nations, casting light into the dark, empires have risen, empires they fall, they wield their might against us, but we move on through it all, a lighthouse in the storm, a candle in the It has always been the same On and on it goes But the fire only grows Through the ages, through the years Through the pain and through the tears We'll persevere 
will persevere, will carry on. Am Yisrael Chai V'Kayam. So tonight, we scream into the shadows. So tonight, we keep this flame alive. In this fight, we have us and we have hope. Hear us now. We say Am Yisrael Chai J.M. and the A.M. with the Maccabees, brand new. We're still here. I'm Yisrael Chai is the name of that one. It is brand new, and it's a, a message that's quite old, thank God, and one that hopefully will continue to be a new and renewed forever. I'm Yisrael Chai. We're still here. That's the Maccabees. Yerachmiel begun Miami Boys Choir with Alanisim. Words we start saying on Thursday night. Get lit. Brand new Rogers Park. Yitzi and uh, Sholi Waldner with Fargin Ayid. Yevonim, brand new, from uh, Daniel Bronstein, who is um, a big favorite here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. Yeah, he's got some major, major fans here on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And that's brand new, Yevonim. Again, words we'll say Thursday night after lighting the Chanukiah, after lighting the Chanukah candles. Ma'asach Hashem, it's Mayor Sherman with our Monday morning theme song. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Welcome to a Monday. Can you imagine? It is a Monday morning and the Monday morning before Hanukkah on this December the 4th, day number 21 in the month of Kislev. The year is 5784. Tufshin Pei Dalid. We left the air on Friday and we had reached our first of the many goals that we are setting for the month of December for our year-end campaign. And all I could say is thank you to our wonderful listeners. And then I noticed that over the weekend, uh, there were some more donations that came in to keep us going. Remember, for a donation of $360 or more, uh, you'll get an autographed copy of my brand new book, which is scheduled to be published in March. If you want to become an ambassador for the campaign, you can go to the middle of the page at fjbunity.org. Go to the middle of the page. You'll see it says click here to become an ambassador. And as I said, there are uh, many people who over the last um, few days added to our total, which continues to grow, thank God. Thank you to Shlomo Kleinbart, three times high, and he says keep up the good work. Thank you to our Mukhutanim, Miriam L. and Stephen Wallach, a $500 donation through Yosef Siegel's ambassador page. And they say, keep up the great work. Ten times high from Anonymous, double high from Anonymous, $100 from Beth Weinstein, $20 from Anonymous. Thank you for this radio show. Double high from Anonymous. And the most recent donation we got, uh, a $100 donation from Ira Gluckman in memory of Michelle Gluckman from her parents, Ira and rose so a very very big thank you to everybody who's helped us get so far to thirty seven thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars for this friday hmm this friday the first day of hanukkah i wonder if i could set a goal of a hundred thousand maybe that would be amazing that would really be amazing with three fridays left to the campaign after this week if we could already be at a hundred thousand let's see We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see how generous our listeners are, and I thank everybody who's already given, and those of you who have given, you may want to uh, recommend 
to your family and friends that uh, since this is a 40-year proven track record, um, priceless commodity, that's the word I was looking for, priceless commodity in the Jewish world, you may want to recommend that um, people who you know and you love become supporters as well. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. By the way, an annual tradition for us, we are suspending our fundraising for one hour today between 8 and 9 a.m. because our friends in Chevron have their big uh, security campaign going on. Yeah. Between 8 and 9, we're going to be hearing from a bunch of our friends in Chevron, literally from the holy city of Chevron. And we will be discussing uh, the security needs that they have. They are among many, many communities that have to enhance their security now, or at least feel the need to, which I totally get. And we'll speak with them coming up here at uh, JM and the AM. So that's hour number three this morning, our, um, our, um, oh, there you go. Our, what do you call it? Our, 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 O-U-R, our, H-O-U-R, dedicated to the holy city of Hebron. Their website, by the way, is hebronfund.org. Hebronfund.org. And many of the people who you would expect to join us, including Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, Yishai Fleischer, and others will join us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JM and AM. So we, we're starting the week in, in quite a fashion. And by the way, uh, I don't know how many of you heard me announce it uh, on Thursday and Friday last week. Um, I didn't get the chance to give it the attention I wanted to. But um, tomorrow on this radio broadcast, both Country Yussi and Heshi Wallfish are expected in our studio. Now, I don't expect it to be a morning of comedy, especially not with everything going on in Israel. Uh, However, there has been a significant development in that they have released all of the Country Yossi material in one fell swoop on these um, USBs, etc. We'll we'll get you all the information and explain exactly how it works. And I felt that was noteworthy. I felt that was noteworthy that Country Yossi... Heshi Wallfish, who have teamed up to provide so much entertainment, so many messages over the years uh, that we spend some time talking about it. And we're going to do that tomorrow morning right here at JM and the AM. So if you've always been anxious to hear Country Yussi and Heshi Wallfish explain what their uh, intentions have been in the world of Jewish music, tomorrow morning is the time right here at JM and the AM. Very much looking forward to that. It should be a very interesting show and frankly i could use a show i could use a show like that uh again not really going to concentrate on the comedy although you never know what direction it's going to go in um but we've had a couple of encounters over the decades with them in studio and they are always uh very interesting to say the least always very very interesting by the way um speaking of hanukkah which begins on thursday night Rabbi Benji Kramer is um, dedicating today's Meir Milim to the 30th chapter of Tehillim, the 30th chapter of Psalms. It is said every day during the holiday of Hanukkah. It is said every day during the holiday of Hanukkah. So Tehillim chapter 30, Psalms chapter 30, coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern time with Rabbi Benji Kramer. 
Again, it is a paragraph. It is a chapter of Tehillim that we say every single morning during Chanukah, and Rabbi Kramer will explain all of that coming up at 9 a.m. this morning here at JM in the AM. So you woke up on a Monday, didn't know what to expect, and look what's going on. Just amazing, just incredible, and just unbelievable. JM in the AM with plenty of great stuff coming up all through the morning here on the Nahum Siegel Network. The Israel-Hamas war is at day number 59. For those of you who uh, did not expect it to last this long, in fact, it has. Um, just checking out the latest. The IDF says it is close to completing its northern Gaza operations, according to the Jerusalem Post. The United States has threatened a response to the Houthi attacks on ships in the Gulf. Wow. The commander of Israel's armored corps said Monday that he and other ground forces were close to achieving their war mission in the northern Gaza Strip and were operating elsewhere in the Palestinian enclave against Hamas. Brigadier General Hisham Ibrahim told Army Radio the goals in the northern section have almost been met. We're beginning to expand the ground maneuver to other parts of the Strip with one goal to topple the Hamas terrorist group. Wow. A delegation of White House officials is set to arrive at Israel Monday to discuss the day after the war on Hamas. The reported delegation making its way to Jerusalem is headed by Philip Gordon, National Security Advisor to the U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris. That's an interesting gathering to discuss the day after the war. Um, the families of the Gaza hostages released a statement Monday in which they protested. They asked to meet with the members of the cabinet but received minimal response from the coalition. The prime minister's office responded a meeting with the families of the abduct at the abductees and the war cabinet was scheduled yesterday for Wednesday in light of the family's request. The possibility of bringing it forward will be examined. A lot of impatient people, uh, with family members that have been abducted and who can blame them? Who can blame them? Uh, what can I tell you? Three IDF soldiers were wounded by mortar shells launched from Lebanon toward an Israeli military post in Shtula, according to a Monday morning statement from the IDF. The three were wounded and immediately evacuated for medical treatment. A similar launch was detected in the Yiftach area, according to the IDF. Those are some of the latest breaking news updates that are coming out of Israel as we continue to pray for our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. We'll be there, but please God, starting on the 20th of December. Um, <clears throat> we are bringing uh, coats. We've been asked specifically by Ormeyer Bruchel, the Oratejian company, to bring coats for those who are in children, for children who are from the South and who are in Jerusalem hotels right now and not used to the winter weather that Yerushalayim has. Uh, if you'd like to participate and uh, send new coats, just email me for the information. We'll send you the link of how you could do so. It's a Nahum at NahumSiegel.com. Nahum, N-A-C-H-U-M, at NahumSiegel, N-A-C-H-U-M-S-E-G-A-L.com. Um, what else do we have here for you? This is a uh, Happy Hanukkah remix done by Yoni Z. You're listening to JM in the AM.
Shut 
Sham in the AM with Mayor Green and a PC calls Songs of Soldiers. Chasov medley before that with Roya did. Yoni Z had the Happy Hanukkah remix here at JM in the AM. Monday morning it is with a big Hanukkah week as we get set for Thursday night. And the start of the holiday. That's right. The holiday begins Thursday night. Hard to believe, huh? Wow. We've got the, um, let's see, what are we up to? We're up to December 4th, the 21st of Kislev. So we've got a a few days left. Thursday night it all begins, and I hope that everybody has a peaceful and wonderful Hanukkah with family and friends. Let us not forget those who are not going to be together for Hanukkah. We hope and pray that they will be out before the end of this week. Oh, boy, do we hope and pray. But those who've been abducted and are being tortured by the enemy, our brothers and sisters, we have to keep them in mind. Pray for a Hanukkah miracle this week. Maybe today, maybe tomorrow, hopefully today, they'll be released and we'll be able to celebrate the release of all of the hostages. Please, God. JM in the AM Monday morning. I want to thank those who've been contributing to our fundraiser. I'll go through some of the snail mail that we've gotten a little later on. Also, in the 8 o'clock hour, speaking of fundraisers, we're going to concentrate on the holy city of Hebron. Today's the day that Hebron has their annual campaign. This year, dedicated, of course, to security for the holy city, a city that many of us take advantage of each and every time we're there when we go and visit our mothers and fathers in Hebron. Coming up tomorrow, Country Yussi and Heshi Wallfish are visiting JM in the AM. Coming up tomorrow, Country Yussi and Heshi Wallfish are visiting live in person our studio in New York, JM in the AM. Very much looking forward to that visit. Again, we'll have it tomorrow on this broadcast and um, should be a lot of fun. And not just fun because we're limited in how much fun we want to have at this time with everything going on, but it should be interesting as they've made a major release, which we're going to discuss. And in general, they have, uh, they've seen a lot in all of these years in the world of uh, Jewish music and parody and all the things that Country Essie and Heshi Wolfish have done in magazines and all the different forums out there. So we'll do all of that tomorrow. It's America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com. On the NachumSingle Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to analyze the 30th chapter of Tehillim in Meir Milim this morning at 9 a.m. Eastern time, right after JM and the AM. That is a chapter of Tehillim that we say every day during Chanukah. That's right. Friday through Friday, this coming Friday through next Friday, it'll be said every single day, the 30th chapter of Tehillim, 9 o'clock this morning here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Galat Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. Newscast next. Shalom, 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 Rav, Baulpan, Ran Yevnei, Ima, Shekorei Akshav. Azakot nishmaot b'matat shebatsafon, azakot akshav b'matat shebatsafon. המטה לביטחון לאומי החמיר את הזרת המסע ב-80 מדינות ברחבי העולם, בין היתר במערב אירופה, בדרום אמריקה ובאוסטרליה. בכיר במלל אומר, מאז תחילת המלחמה סוכלו עשרות פיגועים ברחבי העולם. מדווח כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין לפני כן, יש אזעקות עכשיו בשתולה, אזעקות בשתולה שבגליל.
בעקבות המלחמה הוחמרה אזהרת המסע ליעדים מוכרים ומועדפים על ישראלים, כמו צרפת, בריטניה, גרמניה ועוד, מדרגה אחת לדרגה שתיים, כשהמשמעות היא המלצה לנקיטת אמצעי זהירות מוגברים. בנוסף, המועצה לביטחון לאומי ממליצה לכל מי שטס לחו"ל לבדוק את מצב המחאות וגילויי האלימות כלפי ישראל ביעד הנבחר, גם אם אין אזהרת מסע לגביו. גורם בכיר במל"ל הוסיף כי בשנה החולפת סוכלו עשרות רבות של פיגועים ברחבי העולם, רבים מהם במהלך החודשיים של מלחמת חרבות ברזל. למרות ההודעה כי קבינט המלחמה ייפגש הערב במשפחות החטופים, במטה המשפחות אומרים, עד לרגע הזה לא עודכנו על קיום הפגישה. ועכשיו אזעקות בגבעת השלושה, גת רימון, מס, פתח תקווה וגני תקווה. אזעקות בגבעת השלושה, גת רימון. מס, פתח תקווה וגני תקווה. כתבנו גל ג'רסי מזכיר כי מוקדם יותר היום קיימו משפחות מסיבת עיתונאים בה אמרו כי אם הקבינט לא ייפגש איתם עד שמונה בערב הם יחריפו את צעדי המחאה. צה"ל ממשיך בתקיפות ברצועת עזה כמאתיים מטרות של חמאס בבעתי חאן יונס במחנה הפליטים ג'באליה ובשכונת שג'אעיה הותקפו ביממה האחרונה. ועכשיו אזעקות זה מתרחב, גבעת השלושה, גני תקווה ניר יצחק, סופה, פרי גן ופתח תקווה, אזעקות בגבעת השלושה, גני תקווה, גת רימון, ניר יצחק, מעש, סופה, פרי גן ובפתח תקווה. אז נמשיך בידיעה הזאת, צה"ל ממשיך בתקיפות ברצועת עזה, תת-אלוף הישאם אברהים, קצין שריון ראשי, אומר לאמיר איבגי, כמעט השלמנו את מטרת המלחמה בצפון הרצועה. כוחות היבשה זה השבוע הרביעי שבאים בטיבון עמוק בתוך שטח הרצועה, כמעט הושימה מטרת המלחמה בחלק הצפוני, במשימות הצבאיות שהוטלו על הכוחות. אנחנו מתחילים להרחיב את התמרון הקרקעי היבשתי וחלקים נוספים בתוך הרצועה. ועכשיו אזעקות במגשימים, אור יהודה, יהוד מונוסון, סביון, קריית אונו, רמת גן מזרח, רמת גן מערב, חמד, גבעת השלושה, גת רימון, פתח תקווה וגני תקווה, אזעקות ברמת גן, ביהוד מונוסון, אור יהודה, מגשימים. מזג האוויר, הטמפרטורות גבוהות מהרגיל לעונה, ואלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד. Shout out to my name 
Mordechai Ben David and Chasof. Words from Mosur. We're going to start saying that Thursday night. The holiday of Hanukkah is coming up. The last time we had a holiday was a uh, a tragic day. Remember that, Shemini Atzeres? Now we have a holiday, a national holiday. The Jewish people celebrating Hanukkah. Let's hope and pray that by the time we start on Thursday night, all of our hostages are home and that things are looking a little bit uh, a little bit better, if not a lot better, for their fate and for their families and the entire family of uh, the nation of Israel. No reason not to pray and hope for that. 
We've seen things uh, improve drastically in Jewish history within seconds. We're hoping for the same right now. Alicia Friedman had Yavunim. You heard Hine Kale done by Shal Shellas, and you're listening to JM and the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. I mentioned earlier that since we left the air Friday, more and more people have donated to our to our year-end fundraiser. I say thank you. Thank you very, very much to all those that continue to add to the total that continues to grow. We have a very lofty goal of 400000 That's That's... Uh, hopefully going to be achieved by the end of the month. And I will tell you that um, we are set to announce, I'm assuming it's going to be tomorrow. I'm assuming it'll be at some point tomorrow morning. Although if not, then the latest on Wednesday, we are set to announce a a matching uh, grant, a matching fund, a matching activity. How do you put it? A matching program that will hopefully... Hopefully, uh, have the majority of everything that we raise between now and the end of December matched. The majority. Not sure of all of it. That would be amazing if we can get all of it. Um, So we'll see what happens. We'll certainly keep you up to date. And a big thank you again to all of our listeners. We stand at $37,750. Go to fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org. If you're one of those people that loves Monday morning when we reappear after the uh, long weekend, after you've had the privilege and pleasure of listening to Matis Weingast and to Avrami on Saturday night and Mark Zamek most of Friday and uh, you wake up Monday morning and you're like, ah, I'm ready for JM in the AM. If you're one of those people, donate now. FJBUnity.org, FJBUnity.org. You can click on the link in the middle of the page to become an ambassador. We love when people do that. Oh, and I wanted to mention some of the snail mail. You know what that means, right? Does everybody in our audience know what that means? Regular mail, United States Postal Service. Here's some of the uh, snail mail that has come in over the um, last couple of days. Um, Listener Richard on West End Avenue in New York City, a $126 donation in honor of the next 40 years. Nice. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That is great. In honor of the next 40 years is right. Another listener, Richard, from the Upper East Side of Manhattan, a $108 donation. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Then we opened up this envelope, and we got a high donation from listener Marsha in Crown Heights. Thank you very much for that. Then we got one of those um, Jewish communal fund donations, and the entire thing is anonymous. Like usually they give you they give you something, a name, sometimes a name and address. The entire recommended by anonymous donor, fund name, anonymous fund, nothing. They don't give us a clue as to who gave this. Anyway, it's a four times high donation. I thank the people who are anonymous who forwarded that from their account. Listener Zena in Brooklyn says, Dearest Nahum, it is my honor and pleasure to participate, albeit a tiny part, in your fundraising campaign. JMM is such an important part of my day. From Galei Tzal, Meir Milim, Rabbi Hertzberg, 
Malcolm Honeline, wherever I am in the world, Florida, Israel, or home in Kensington, I can count on JM and the AM to be there. I wish you'd continue Hatzlocha. Bigger and better, I'm donating $66 in honor of my grandchildren and great-grandchildren, Kane Yerbu. All the best. That's listener Zena. P.S. I wish you much nachas from your beautiful family. Thank you so much. I'll tell you, the donations are wonderful, and the, the letters are so heartwarming. Thank you. And, um, and this one says, in close, please find a donation from my IRA account. All right. That was listener Ralph, Chairman Ralph's recommendation. Those over a certain age, remember, you could actually instruct the people in charge of your IRA to directly give to a um, to a cause. In close, please find a donation for my IRA account. Please continue keeping us informed and connected. Thanks so much. This is in memory of my granddaughter, Gabriella Esther. Sincerely, listener Patricia in Rockaway, New Jersey. Thank you so much, Patricia. It's a $200 donation. Every dollar is much appreciated. So we got some great donations today. Anybody who'd like to send in a uh, United States Postal Service regular check, you make the checks payable to, uh, or I should say a regular check by United States Postal Service, uh, make your checks payable to Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. Again, Foundation for Jewish Broadcasting. And um, that is... uh, and the address is 551 Grand Street, 551 Grand Street, Suite Number 3, New York City, 1002. 551 Grand Street, Suite Number 3, New York City, 1002. And again, a big, big thank you to everybody. More coming up at JMM, hour number three. We're going to be concentrating on the holy city of Hebron. It's our annual virtual visit to Hebron. We'll explain all of that, and we'll tell you how you can help out that fund coming up between 8 and 9 this morning. Tomorrow, Country Yussi and Heshi Wallfish. I don't know if they're bringing any hoppers with them, but Country Yussi and Heshi Wallfish are expected in studio tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. That's actually the beginning of the uh, Sandy Shmueli Vani Bechazdecha. That's a good song. We should, you know what, maybe I'll hold that. We'll do it right after the uh, morning chizuk with Rabbi Goldwasser. Um, coming up here at J.M. and the A.M. By the way, I want to wish a mazel tov to the Nemesher family. The Nemesher family in uh, Staten Island, Ruth and Stu, are celebrating the engagement of Danny Nemesher and Shandel Nierman, Shandel Nierman, who I believe is from Passaic. So Mazal Tov to the Staten Island and Passaic communities from all of us here at JMM. I just got that note this morning. Saw the uh, email. So to the Nemeshores and the Neermans, I say Mazal Tov from all of us here at JMM. Also, uh, last night in our neighborhood on the Lower East Side of Manhattan, uh, the Zitzer and Sandel families celebrated the big engagement. So we say Mazal Tov to the Zitzer family and the uh, and the uh, Sandel family from all of us here at JM in the AM. So Baruch Hashem, we get an opportunity on a regular basis to announce and share smachot. Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, let those continue. Let us continue to pray for the safety and security of our hostages. They should be released ASAP during this miraculous week of Hanukkah. It would be an amazing week, this miraculous week of Hanukkah to see all the hostages return to their homes, to their families. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. During this time, most of Klau Yisrael recites every day the Tehillim, Sher Lamalos Esso Enai, Tehillim 121. In that Tehillim, we say... I lift my eyes to the mountains. From where is my help going to come? The Chomos Anoch says, What does it mean, I lift my eyes to the mountains? That is the Mount Sinai, the mountain that the Torah Toisha was given over on. In Har 
where the Avodos HaKarbonos was done, when we say, I look towards these mountains, I realize that the Avodos HaKarbonos no longer exists. We do not have the Beis HaMikdosh. Since we are missing that, what we do have is the Amura Torah. We have Torah learning signified by Harsinai. For all of us, our realization is Ezri Me'im Hashem. Our help comes from Hashem. And even if Chas Shalom, there was a lack of Avoid in the world, a lack of Torah in the world, still we ask Hashem, Ki'im Hashem HaChesed. Hashem, you are Kel Rachamim. You are filled with compassion, filled with mercy, filled with Chesed. Even if Chas Shalom, Klau Yisrael is lacking in any of the areas in Ruchnius, we ask for Chesed and Rachamim. Just this past week, one of the Chayalim, one of the soldiers of the IDF, marched in, fully dressed in uniform in battle array, into Yeshiva, went over to the Rosh Yeshiva, and in front of the entire base of Madrash, thanked the Rosh Yeshiva for the learning of all of the Bachrim, all of the students, all the members of the yeshiva. He said to him, you know that the learning in the yeshiva is what keeps us going on the battlefield. It is our protection and our zechut. The mere fact that Torah is learned throughout the entire world gives us the power to be victorious. The Chayal came in to express his thanks and the thanks of all of the soldiers. Ezri me'im Hashem osei shomayim va'aretz. Be'ez Hashem Yisparach, may we hear of the imminent return of all of the hostages safe and sound and of the success of all of the IDF in all their missions. May they all come home safe and sound. Bekarov, Bekarov. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Ki 
Jam in the AM, Einod Milvado, done by um, done by uh, Avi Peretz. Before that, Sandy Shmoyli with Vani Bachazdecha here at Jam in the AM. Uh, Monday morning broadcast, heading back to school, back to work, for those who have school and work this week. I would assume most do. I know that some of our brothers and sisters in Israel, as one of our listeners pointed out last week, some of them still have not returned to school from the beginning of this war, and certainly not full-time. Many of them in a uh, Zoom situation for part of their week, for part of the average week. We don't uh, realize on this side of the world just how disruptive the war has been for so many Keep that in mind as we think about our brothers and sisters in Israel as well. Hanukkah begins Thursday night. Uh, Later today, about 15 minutes from now, we're going to break from our regular fundraiser and uh, talk about the holy city of Hebron. It's their annual year-end fundraiser, which this year, of course, is concentrating on security for obvious reasons. We'll talk about the holy city of Hebron coming up here at JM in the AM. Um between 8 and 9 this morning. Tomorrow, Country Yussi and Heshi Wolfish visit JM in the AM. Tomorrow morning, Country Yussi and Heshi Wolfish visit JM in the AM. Should be very interesting. 
Uh, they have a big announcement, which we'll talk about. Um, not unknown to those who are fans of theirs. What they've done in advance of Hanukkah 5784. But we'll discuss that and many other things, I'm sure, tomorrow morning with them in studio here at JM in the AM. This portion of NSN programming is brought to you by our friends at A&H. Abel's and Hyman makes traditional kosher delicacies, pastrami, corned beef, salami, and more, old world classics, beef fry, kishka, and more, and modern better-for-you kosher products, including no nitrate added, reduced fat, and reduced sodium hot dogs, plus many other unique items. Visit the website at kosherdogs.net. Take a 10% discount with promo code RADIO. And try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. And remember my recommendation. When everyone shows up for the um, for the Shabbos Hanukkah get-together this Shabbos, make sure to have an A&H Hasselback salami ready in the kitchen for people to have a little snack. Yeah, a little pre-Shabbos snack. Nothing better than that A&H salami. Just ask Aaron Goldman. He'll tell you that A&H salami is amazing. Um, so hop to it. Make sure you have plenty of A&H in your house for Hanukkah 5784. JM in the AM, good morning. Country Essie and Heshi Wolfish tomorrow. Holy City of Hebron will be our focus in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. At 9 o'clock, it's right, Benji Kramer with May Irmi Lim. Right, Benji Kramer with May Irmi Lim. 9 o'clock uh, this morning, right after JM in the AM. He will discuss the paragraph, the chapter of Tehillim that we say every morning of Hanukkah. Chapter 30 of Tehillim, every morning of Hanukkah. Right, Benji Kramer, 9 o'clock this morning right here at JM in the AM. Here's Avram Avram Free, JM in the AM. No, 
את פרו עברנו את המן, אחרי כל הצרות עדיין כאן מעטים, חלשים, השם נלחם לנו, ואנחנו שוקים, אם נעשה רצונו, הוא יעשה רצוננו, הוא אבינו, הוא מלכנו, מושיענו,
J.M. in the A.M. with Nigun Mitzpeh, done by Shlomo Katz here on a Monday morning broadcast. Heading back to school, back to work, J.M. in the A.M. And thanks for joining us, everybody. If you haven't yet given to our fundraiser for the year end, and I want to thank everybody who, uh, who we just thanked moments ago, who sent in uh, donations by mail. Got to the studio this morning, a lot of wonderful donations. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, if you haven't uh, yet had an opportunity, it's fjbunity.org, fjbunity.org, and we thank you, fjbunity.org. Mazel tov to David Perlman on the engagement. It looks like a uh, member of the Kenig family from Muncie. Mazel tov. That came from our app. Listener Arye. Mazel tov to um, Mayor Levine and Chaya Mushka Paltiel in their forthcoming wedding tomorrow night. Mazel tov to the parents, right? Mendy and the Kriny Paltiel of Laguna. Um, and Rabbi Yisrael and Leah Levine, both from California. Mazal Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Yeah, NSN app keeps us up to date on some of the stuff going on out there. We'll talk about the holy city of Hebron with some of our special guests coming up. They're in the midst of their security campaign. We'll talk about that coming up. Country Yussi and Heshi Wolfish are expected in our studio tomorrow. That's right, Country Yussi and Heshi Wolfish. Are uh, expecting are expected in our studio tomorrow here at JM in the AM. Should be a very interesting morning to say the least. We're going to be talking about the entire catalog of a country usy um, material that he and Heshi Wolfish are responsible for. That's all tomorrow morning right here at JM in the AM. The Y Studs, brand new with this one in honor of Hanukkah at JM in the AM. <laughs> She's wondering why you haven't lit your candles yet Cause she's waited all day long just to see you Just to see you We're in the room, not a typical Tuesday night We're setting up all the candles we're gonna light We start to tell the story
and then they knock their idols down. Destroy our faith, you know we're better than that. We won't be bullied by an autocrat. We search for pictures that weren't defiled. The holy space had become pretty wild. Rededicate ourselves in a way that's sublime. Cause what we're looking for has been Why studs with that one? Pretty amazing, huh? You can light with me as we get set for Hanukkah 5784 beginning this coming Thursday night. This is America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Well... As many of you are aware, our friends in the holy city of Hebron have kicked off their year-end very, very important security campaign. There are many different reasons uh, why the Hebron Fund has a uh, campaign each and every year. and We get an opportunity to highlight it, but this year there is no question that the uh, concentration and the highlight is the security situation in Hebron. Uh, those of you who have not yet given, they have a, a campaign that's going to go through tomorrow. It's already kicked off. We uh, ask all of our listeners who have always been dedicated to the present and future of the holy city of Hebron, I should say the past also, uh, to give as generously as possible. Go to hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. And be as generous as possible during this year-end campaign. Uh, Yoni Bleichbard is how we're going to kick things off this hour. He is our dear friend and chief security officer of Hebron. He has an opportunity uh, to speak with us this morning about the situation uh, security-wise in the Holy City. And we get an opportunity again to support everything that is needed in Hebron security-wise. Just go to Hebron Fund. Org. By the way, Yoni recently eliminated a terrorist who tried to infiltrate the community of Hebron in a bulldozer. 
believe it or not. Yoni, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nahum, and may I correct you? It's not about elimination. It's about saving lives, saving lives of Jews, saving lives of heroes that live in Hebron and Kiyad Arba, uh, and they are, uh, you know, the front line. If it wasn't for them, it wasn't for, you know, we saw it on uh, uh, just after uh, Simchat Torah. If it wasn't for the towns on the border, then uh, the terrorists would have reached uh, uh, Tel Aviv and uh, Yerushalayim. Uh, we are on the front line of this. Oh, I, and uh, our job is yeah. our job is to save lives. No, I agree with everything you just said, and you're and you're wonderful at doing just that. But the reality is that in order to save those lives, in the most recent episode, you had to eliminate somebody. Correct? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. That's the yes. that, that, that's the danger, and that's the type of situation that you and your colleagues are dealing with on a daily basis. And just um, we don't have to talk about this episode. There's so many other things we need to discuss this morning. But just so people who've been to Hebron get a perspective, how close did that terrorist get into the neighborhoods that we love in Hebron? Uh, very close, very close. It was on the road, just uh, coming down from Kirat Arba to Hebron. And if it wasn't for that, he would have reached the neighborhoods and... Uh, uh, God forbid, would have succeeded in something. Wow. But uh, we were able to stop him, and we are able to stop him because of, uh, you know, Sarah, all of, of the security equipment we've already ins- installed in, and uh, the security equipment that we will be installing within the next few months uh, in order to prevent the Hamas terrorists uh, from acting up as uh, they are doing and as they did. You know, some of the towns, and I, and I know this morning is all about Hebron, and of course, we're going to encourage people to support the security campaign in Hebron. But so many of the towns, especially in the south, they would be, they would be, um, it would be a good idea for some of their leaders to call you and find out, because they're all now in need of, of enhanced security needs. And you could probably, because you're off to a big, big uh, head start with all the years you've been doing this, you could probably offer some really good advice to some of these towns. Am I right? Uh, correct. And uh, we do help them out with all sorts of, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff and equipment and uh, advice. Uh, absolutely. It's a tough task. Unfortunately, we've been facing it. We've been, we've been dealing with the Hamas uh, daily for the last uh, 20 years now. Uh, Hebron is, known, is well known as a Hamas populated city, over 70% Hamas. Every night uh, we go, uh, we, I, you know, uh, as opposed to uh, last year in which I was just the chief security officer, and now I'm, uh, I'm uh, in the army, uh, you know, full time. So we go every night and uh, arrest uh, bloodthirsting terrorists from the Hamas. Uh, and uh, we're dealing with the constant fighting against them, whether it's a uh, preventing them from terrorizing inside of Hebron and preventing them from going outside and uh, terrorizing the rest of the country. We just had uh, an unfortunate incident a week ago in which three terrorists tried to penetrate uh, uh, the tunnels of uh, Yerushalayim, the, the outposts over there, and uh, thank God they were killed. Unfortunately, we had one soldier killed, but they're all from Hebron. And our mission is uh, first to prevent them from uh, terrorizing us and them, and uh, you know, and uh, to bring, to get them uh, a shidduch as fast as we can with their seventy-two virgins. 
Yeah. Amen to that. Um, I never even considered what you just said. You have all these, you and your team have all these responsibilities inside Hebron, and then the army decides, rightfully so, that they need you, you know, in response to the start of the war. So it's like, yeah, absolutely. We've been recruited. We've been recruited since, uh, since Simchat Torah. 58 days of constant fighting against Hamas. Have you met a lot of reservists who are replacing those who are normally in Hebron, but that, but but they have got have had to go to the southern part of the state? Ab- ab- absolutely, absolutely. Just in Hebron, we have. I, I can't go. I, I cannot go into numbers, but we're talking about thousands of reservists that are around Hebron as of now that replaced the soldiers who were in Hebron. Itself. And, you know, and, and I know that there's a campaign going on, and I hope people will give and enhance the security needs of Hebron, hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. But Yoni Bleichbard, in reality, this is not going to end relatively soon. I'm not talking about the war. I'm talking about if there's going to be a constant presence of the Jewish community in the holy city of Hebron, and we're going to be able to visit our mothers and fathers in Marat HaMachpelah, and we're going to be able to enjoy walking the streets of Hebron, your team is going to have to be enhanced, and your team is going to have to assume that there's going to have to be this type of arrangement, I don't know, forever. I mean, there's no, there's no other, at this point, there's no other option. Without proper security, you're not going to be able to invite people into the city. We saw that Chaye uh, Sara, right, where where the army recommended that everyone stay away. If we, if you want people to visit Hebron, if we want to be there, then the security needs have to be enhanced to whatever degree they need to. Absolutely, that's our main concern, and I can uh, tell you that we're already uh, preparing for the next stage, which is uh, which is opening up the city for tourists. Uh, as you know, as weird as it sounds, since there's a war going on uh, down south and in, in central Israel, just just had rockets there recently. Uh, but our main concern is to get back to normal as uh, as we used to uh, as we used to be. Where you know we know that you know it'll take uh, some time, but we are getting ready for that. Uh, we are willing to be uh, and to fight. Uh, uh, terror, and uh, to be away from our ha- homes and houses as, as long as it takes, as long as we take out the Hamas. Yeah, well, you and I have been discussing this for for 30 years on this show, frankly. It's it's hard to believe how long it's been and how long this battle is going to continue. And again, folks, I'm not just talking about the war. I'm talking about the battle to secure the residents of places like Hebron. God knows how many other cities around Israel. But Hebron obviously has an enhanced... Uh, a, a love affair with the worldwide Jewish community for good reason. Yoni Bleichbart is with us live via telephone, chief security officer. Um, so I assume that there are drones that are now in your repertoire. I'm assuming that there's some very sophisticated 2023 equipment that is now in your repertoire, that's now in your arsenal. Uh, could you tell us anything about some of the recent things that you've been able to use as you upgrade your system? Uh, yeah, so I, uh, some of them I can expose, but, you know, uh, you, you mentioned uh, the terrorists to try to penetrate with a, with a tractor right. uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, we were lucky uh, to, uh, to, get to, 
to, to see him uh, beforehand and uh, to intercept him before he reached uh, the safe zone due to the security cameras that uh, uh, we were able to get a few of them uh, last year. But, uh, you know, the, the, the funny thing is, uh, as of now, our main main uh, thing is not to get sophisticated 2023 equipment. It's to get uh, the 1948, not this 1948, but uh, the 19-whatever-thermal-clothing. Uh, it's, 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 it's winter now, and we've got so many soldiers, you know, it's, it's thousands of soldiers around Hebron. And they're freezing. On, uh, and they're freezing, especially And they're freezing, and they're wet. Yes, exactly. And we want to provide them with, uh, you know, proper thermal well, uh, ther- thermal uh, clothing and waterproof uh, uh, vests and everything. And uh, that, that's a major concern, you know. Uh, besides the drones and uh, the school and, uh, you know, whatever, yeah. the bulletproof vests and uh, the defibrillators and the life-saving uh, uh, equipment, uh, we need uh, the, the, the old, old-fashioned things. Yeah, as well. We get it. Believe me, we get it. Um, <laughs> the same type of equipment that so many soldiers need in Chevron, folks, they need it. And, uh, and, and it is chilly. It is chilly. It is cold. It is wet. It is December. Uh, Chevron at night and sometimes during the day could be a real challenge weather-wise. Uh, Hebronfund.org. Hebronfund.org. That is the... Um, Website, and we hope everybody will be generous and and to continue to enhance the security apparatus, the security arsenal in the holy city of Hebron during this time. Uh, it is a situation that they uh, that they are facing that is unprecedented, right, Yoni? With all the campaigns and with all the years and with all the number of soldiers and with all the needs over the years, there's nothing like what's happening now. Nothing, nothing like it, and the Bezat Hashem, you know, nothing will be like it at the end when we when we were finished dealing with the Hamas. They will regret the day they were born, not attacked. They will regret the day they were born. I can promise you that. You're reflecting for us the attitude of so many soldiers. You're reflecting for us the attitude of so many who we we just can't believe how motivated they're able to stay in these conditions. Uh, during this entire war. It's pretty amazing, frankly, and uh, that's why I know you don't like when we call you a, a Jewish hero, but that's why you are, in fact, a hero to so many in our community. Yoni Bleichbard, the chief security officer of Hebron, kicks off this hour with us and reminds everybody that Hebron needs security um, uh, security items uh, and items for the soldiers desperately in numbers that they've never needed before. Please give uh, everything is about security now. They usually have a year-end campaign for different needs in Hebron. Everything in this campaign is about security. Hebronfund.org. H-E-B-R-O-N-F-U-N-D.org. Uh, go to this site and give what you can during this hour that we dedicate to the holy city of Hebron. Yoni Tadaraba, stay safe, stay strong. Thank you for defending the Jewish people, not only in Israel, but around the world, because you know that when you go ahead with your team and defend the holy city of Hebron, you're really defending every Jew on the entire globe. Thank you, Nachum. May God bless you, and may God bless all the listeners to the, uh, to the defeat of the Hamas. Amen. Tadaraba. Yoni Bleichbard. It's our Chevron Hour, our annual Chevron Hour at JM in the AM.
Reminder, tomorrow, Country Yussi and Heshi Wolfish visit JM in the AM. Every year, the needs of the holy city of Hebron is the focus of their year-end campaign. This year, there is one focus, and that is the security needs in the holy city of Hebron. Our dear friend Yishai Fleischer, who is international spokesman of Hebron, can give us an overview of the situation in Israel and, of course, the holy city of Hebron Specifically, he is with us live via telephone. Yishai Shalom, and welcome back to JM in the AM. God bless you. Good to be with you. 
Pleasure to be with you. Let's do the entire situation first. We know, at least from what we hear on this side of the world, that things have escalated, that once the ceasefire ended, Israel has made a commitment to get to every Hamas output, outpost, both in the north and the south of Gaza. What could you tell us about the war situation at the moment in Israel? Well, uh, as is known, on the 7th of October, October, we were attacked in a particularly heinous uh, bloody and also inhumane attack. Since then, Israel has uh, entered into a war, did so immediately. Uh, we had 1,200 people killed. We still have uh, over 100 hostages. Uh, and there's, you know, there's rumors either that they're dead or tortured or who knows what. And so we have, we have a, uh, just in the south, i.e. in Gaza, we have a multi-front war in the sense that we have to deal with the Hamas terrorists as they are. And, and by the way, that's just one type of terrorist out there. There's others, including Islamic Jihad and others who, who are, you know, part of the same conflict because they're all in the ideology of jihadism, which is Nazism. And so, but, but we have another front, which is to try to liberate these, these hostages. So that's just in the South. Then we have the, the Northern front and that is a well-entrenched built up army against us, the terrorist group, but that acts like an army. They're called Hezbollah. They're uh, uh, they're directed by Iran directly, uh, and uh, they are kind of toying with us right now in the sense that they haven't started a major escalation because we know that they have the capacity for a major escalation, and uh, so right now they're just kind of drip, uh, dribbling, you know, attacks uh, these kind of rockets against the vehicles, uh, and from time to time artillery, and from time to time a few rockets. But let's put it this way: they're still outside of the game. And then there's a third front, which is Judea and Samaria. That's where Hebron comes in. Uh, we're south of Jerusalem, about an hour. And, uh, you know, we have, uh, with our sister city, Kirat Arba, we have about 10,000 Jews uh, within a broader Arab city that has 220,000 Arabs, uh, a good chunk of which are themselves Hamas. So there's plenty of Hamas around here. Uh, and, uh, and and jihadism in general. Jihad, Hamas is, a, is, is just a kind of... Uh, uh, one of the wings of the jihadist ideology, jihadist movement, uh, but a, but a virulent one, and so we have a, a you know a pretty serious situation, and and yet there's there's really yet another front, Nachum, which is closer to you, which is the what I call the narrative war, and that is the front that Israel faces uh, in international uh, delegitimization and uh, really turning Israel into a pariah state, and uh, the. The, the interest that Iran had to stop the Abraham Accords from moving forward, and especially from Saudi Arabia coming to some kind of separate peace with Israel. So um, that has been accomplished through Israel actually killing a lot of uh, Hamas and other folks, and therefore now Israel's painted in the Arab world as an aggressor, and uh, the, the Abraham Accords, which was gaining steam, uh, had to be stopped summarily. So uh, we have a problem on on uh, TikTok. We have a problem. We have a problem in American campus. We have Jews afraid on American campus, uh, and Israel losing credibility. That's another. That's yet another front of this war, and an active front uh, for the enemies that are using uh, that are that are using um, the media to besmirch Israel. So that's it, the that we're facing now. Is the um... 
is the war uh, with Hebron as the front, the war that we've been familiar with for decades now at this point, because as you, as you alluded to, Hebron, when it comes to Yudah and Shomron, and really when it comes to greater Israel, Hebron is on the front lines of the battle uh, that we're so familiar with. Is the situation very different there? We are, we are, for the first time, using your year-end campaign, meaning the Hebron Fund's year-end campaign, to specifically talk about security needs. How different is the situation now in Hebron than years past in terms of trying to protect the people there and in the greater picture to protect the land of Israel and the people of Israel? So, so in other years, we could, you know, protection comes in a, in a variety of ways. For example, tourism and education and more people loving Hebron and visiting Hebron is also a type of protection. It's, it's something that, you know, when we educate people about it, tell the story, bring people like Vice President Pence to visit here, et cetera, then, you know, you're protecting Hebron uh, because you're making it a more important in people's minds. But this year we're back to plain old, not letting 1929 happen again, not letting the Tarpat riots once again. We're back to plain old guns against bad guys. Uh, you know, uh, the Hebron Fund doesn't supply arms. But I'm just saying in general, right. uh, there's defense against against bad guys. But we can defend in other ways with more cameras, more life-saving equipment, uh, more, more ambulances, more uh, jeeps uh, that are first response jeeps, uh, and to create the infrastructure of safety so that we can keep do going with our real work, which is to beautify this ancient town, to bring people here, to connect people with the pathway of Abraham. But right now, since the bad guys are keyed up, and since they are armed, and since this is a Hamas city, we've got to do physical security, physical defense. And so, you know, when people help Hebron out, they're defending the most ancient Jewish community, first purchase of the Jewish people in the land of Israel, first place where King David ruled. And uh, right now, in order to keep that heritage going, um, um, then, then we have to we have to defend it. We have to make sure that that bad guys don't do what they want to do, which is to erase us. So basically, very simple. Uh, this year, Hebron Fund is making sure that Jewish Hebron doesn't get erased. That's it. That's 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 the bottom line. I had I had a friend of mine who had an extra drone and he was looking to donate it. So he said to me, "Why should I give it to you, Yishai?" So I said to him, uh, "You know, Hebron is a little Jewish community surrounded by a giant Hamas city, and uh, we want to make sure to." Be defended. And he said, you got it. You got the drone. Hashem gave you the right words to say. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, it was simple. It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't complex. And that, I guess that's really what it is. It comes down to simple things. Uh, not to mention also that we uh, at the Chevron Fund, we, we do a lot of work to make sure that our soldiers are happy and well-fed and Rabbi Dan Rosenstein goes around on Fridays and gives them challahs and we, we do barbecues and we give them hand warmers and other things that keep them, you know, within, within, within the purview of what we can do to make sure that, that the soldiers are comfortable, safe, happy, happy to be here and, and enjoying their time and connecting to this place and, and giving them, giving them that extra boost to make them, uh, um, um, you know, just that much more comfortable to serve here. Folks, the needs are endless. That's the bottom line. The needs are endless. 
uh, whether it's the warmth of the soldiers, the defense of the soldiers, the defense of the city, uh, the cameras, the drones, whatever it is that's necessary to actually keep track of what's happening in the city uh, before the enemy tries to infiltrate us. And we could go through so many episodes that have happened in Hebron, including recently, uh, where the enemy did try to infiltrate. It is a very delicate situation. Hebron is always on the front lines, as Yishai described, not only for the war that uh, always seems to be going on in Yudan Shamron, but for the greater war that's happening now in Israel. And of course, as Yishai mentioned, eventually we get back to the point where hopefully tens of thousands will be able to visit Hebron from around the world and we'll be able to fight the war on that front as well. We need your help. This is a, an hour that we dedicate every single year to the Hebron Fund to make sure we uh, raise as much money as possible for the holy city of Hebron. And this year it's all about security needs. That's it. This year it's literally all about security needs as we've been, as we've been describing. Go to hebronfund.org. Again, that's H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. This two-day campaign will hopefully end with the reaching of their goal, uh, but your help is needed to make that happen. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Yishai, you get the last word. What's your uh, What's your message you want to leave us with? The message is that we are defensive but not scared. People say to me the word, you know, are you afraid? I tell them I don't use that word. We don't use that word. We have a tactical situation. We have to, there's, there's, there's enemies, but we're not afraid. We have a tremendous faith uh, in, our, in, our, in, in the Hashem, in Jewish history, in the future of Hebron. As my son Elazar said to me, Hebron is the future of, of our past. You know, we, we have an ancient past. We have a beautiful future. And we are going to fight for it. And we're going to win it. Because And so when anybody helps us right now, they are not giving out of fear, but out of great confidence. And yes, Hashem has put a time of, of battle, a fight for us. We will win it together with our friends. Uh, and Bezrat Hashem, uh, will, will, it will also bring us united. It's a big schut, a merit for everybody that is part of the campaign to be part of, of Abraham's city and to touch it and to help build its future, Bezrat Hashem. Thank you. Stay well, my friend. God bless you, Nachum. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Jewish Community Spokesman Chevron. He is Yishai Fleischer. It is uh, a very simple campaign this year, everybody. Nothing complicated. Very, very simple. They have tremendous security needs. They have tremendous military needs, including the comfort of the soldiers. Uh, and they have a lot of, uh, of needs that are, that, that are now becoming even more important as the enemy uses more sophisticated weaponry and more sophisticated creativity, as we always put it. Uh, your help is needed. Hebronfund.org. H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Make this two-day campaign a great success. Hebronfund.org. And we thank you. More coming up. It's JM in the AM. Jam 
JM in the AM spending an hour in Hebron. Yeah, we may be 6,000 miles away, but we're spending an hour in Hebron. Thank God for radio. We're able to do that, at least virtually. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum will be able to tell us if any Chizuk missions are stopping by. He'll be able to paint a picture for us about how different Chevron is this winter as opposed to recent years. He is the director of tourism for the Chevron Fund. And I remind you, the Chevron Fund needs our donations. Today and tomorrow, they've got a two-day campaign, and they need our donations to get to their goal. And this year, it's all about security needs. It is all about security needs. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B. R-O-N fund.org. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Shalom Aleichem and good morning to all our listeners. Are the Chizuk missions, because we do know that there are Chizuk missions going from schools and shuls and organizations from the United States to Israel, are they able to stop by in Hebron or is that something you're discouraging at this point? Now that, like everything, a little yes, and no. Thank God, first of all, it's amazing to see how sectors of American Jewry has woken up. And just as a whole, I think throughout the whole battle, we felt a tremendous hug over here. Uh, the Minotich of Kenny and our friends from abroad, are with us with thick and thin. And then that people took it one step further and organized missions and came, whether it's with shuls or little groups of people who just really wanted to come and that Jewish nation, Ami Sochai, we're with you, and good friends stay with each other, both in good times and in bad times. We've had the fortune to host some of the missions here in Hebron. Sometimes they've come to start with dabbling in the Marat HaMachpelah, to visit whether it's the Lieberman family or the Or family. Leo Lieberman was the Rosh Mahitakir Rabbi, his son, Ayakim Shlomo, was one of those kidnapped. I know them on October 7th, that Shabbat of Simchat Torah, Eitan Moa, and is another young man from Kiraba who unfortunately has been kidnapped. And there's a woman who's a policewoman also who watches over the Martha Machpela. She was off that weekend. Unfortunately, she's one of those who was believed to be kidnapped. And unfortunately, here in Hebron, so the Chizik missions come. Sometimes they met families who lost beloved members. But it's the Chinese family who buried their son, Ori, who was killed in battle. Where they tried loving his grandson, the Vanunu family, who recently moved to Hebron. And loving his great um, grandson who was killed in action in Gaza. And other families, the Dokhan family, Alex Dokhan. And we try to make up meetings and set up meetings to meet those who lost the beloved, whether it's a spouse, whether it's a child. And to really connect is nothing like, one thing you hear a name, or you hear a story, but to meet the people, to a little bit look in their eyes and to feel that pain together with them and to give them that chizuk and that hug and to let them know that the Amishah family is with you. I want to remind everybody as we give to the Hebron Fund during today's campaign with security in mind, hebronfund.org, for a limited time, all online donations are being doubled by a generous matcher. So please, every time you give $500, you're really giving $1,000. H-E-B-R-O-N fund 
org. Well, Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, you've stunned us, frankly, because we know that there are so many cities and towns around Israel that are suffering with soldiers from the local cities that have been lost, um, some who uh, are related to those who've been kidnapped. I did not realize that Hebron has such a strong connection to so many in those categories. And I, I would imagine that it's been a couple of months of tremendously mixed emotions for everybody in Hebron. And this is a period of time, Bedima Berina, there's been so many tears shed, so many funerals, so many shivakos, so many visits, whether it's Tel Hashomer, or to soldiers in Hadassah, or in Shayek, Sadek in Yishalayim. At the same time, it is somehow in this craziest way, amongst all the pain, somehow we can see a light of great, of Mashiach, of a better Israel. Israel much more united, Israel much more connected to tradition and to religion, Israel much more respectful to each other. And once again, coming back to the Israel of 1948, and once again, being reborn again, but not to this, the way it was, but like never before. Where did you pray? Where did you daven Shachris this morning? I never met, I have yet to miss, and especially during this time, I try never and never to go a day without being at least once in the Marat HaMachbelah. I have the privilege of suffering from a spiritual sleeping disorder. <laughs> and very often I'm there. I've taken at sunrise and davening with the crack of the sunrise, learning a little before and after. And especially these times, and I'm yourself in a time of trouble and distress. We need the best lawyers representing us for 2,800 years. And that is the patriarch, the matriarch. And especially when it comes to this topic of hostages, we know that the headquarters of this mitzvah of redeeming captives started with Abraham. When he heard his nephew Lot was taken captive, he was dwelling the Torah Council in the banks of Chavon, in the banks of Mamre in Chavon. And right away, Abraham took out his sword, 380 men, and he killed his nephew Lot. And Jews, Baruch Hashem, to get the strength from coming here to pray. Some of the missions have availed themselves to daven, to meet the families, the widows, etc. And some have, uh, I just here in Israel, visiting the soldiers in the south, dealing uh, with farming and other such activities. Unbelievable. As somebody who uh, has enjoyed taking tens of thousands of people sometimes during a year, through the holy city of Hebron, it must be, I mean, I know you keep saying it's mixed emotions, but I'm sure you miss uh, a lot of the uh, very active um, days that you have in the holy city of Hebron when you are welcoming so many people from so many different countries to come visit our mothers and fathers. Uh, It must be very different for you at this time. But for sure, there's a tremendous void and tremendous gap. You know, you can't imagine Shabbos Karyatsara when we generally host from 25 to 40,000 people. This year, due to the security situation, the order was not to host the public Karyatsara and no public tents, no public meals. Everyone was allowed just a handful of people in the house and they don't have to burden the army and have to take soldiers from the south or the north we're fighting against Hezbollah, Hamas, all the different names for those who want to wipe us out. 
And maybe, maybe 500 to 1,000 people here, some of the diehard came, even from America, and every family hosted small amounts. But Thanksgiving weekend, you can't imagine how normally busy it is with tourists and non-stop running tours of Americans coming on that extended weekend. Hanukkah, every night, there's Hanukkah parties and groups and so many parents visiting children in seminary. So daily this year, it's practically it's little drops of people that are coming. And that definitely is something very, very much lacking. It gives us a chance, the opportunity to step up and to embrace the soldiers. Yesterday I was down south with 40, with 50 members of the community of Kiran, and we went to Kibbutz right at the border of Aza, called Zikim, a little south of Ashkelon, and we picked peppers, and we helped them with boxing, uh, different products to sell to the grocery stores. They don't have their regular workers, but it's Thailandian or the Arab workers. They're not able to to have those workers, and we came to volunteer six to eight hours in the sun, and it was something very, very healthy. And the lack of tourism gives us opportunity for other other options of connecting to Amisol. But definitely, definitely, we miss seeing busloads of people and the phone ringing off the hook during this time of Thanksgiving or Hanukkah. Unbelievable to hear your perspective. <laughs> as much as you miss them, it gives you an opportunity to help in other ways. Rabbi Simcha Hachbam is with us. I know that, obviously, you're known for tourism and for being the leader of uh, all the groups that head into Hebron, but you know, Rabbi Simcha, that today's campaign, which every year is for general needs in Hebron, today is Dafka for security and to give the soldiers what they need. Uh, from your point of view, from where you see things, how important is this campaign? How much does the security have to be upgraded how much material, how many different needs do the soldiers have that we need to provide? It's, it's not a luxury, it's a necessity. Just like, you know, the human being is a body and a soul. He talks soul all day, but if there's no body to, 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 to contain the soul, and God forbid, equals to death. And so too, we need to protect the body of the people here in Eretz Israel and the people here in Chavon. The threats are not new. The threats here are old. The Hamas is old. But we have to listen to what they're saying and what they scream when they demonstrate on a Friday afternoon here. What, when they say death to Israel, death to the Jews, death to the settlers, and all the different chants that they're chanting. We got caught off guard in Gaza. We don't want to get caught off guard here. We have already a history here of 1929. And it's not the Arabs have done shuva or repented or changed their tactics. They're talking the same game. We've got to strengthen physically the soldiers, strengthen our borders here, strengthen with equipment, with boosting the morale. That's also very, very important besides the equipment, where there's barbecues, special winter gear for them, just spending time with them and giving them and their families. We're having a big event on Hanukkah with all the families of those who are stationed here, members of the Miluin team that have been stationed here, and to give their children a chance to also enjoy, to spend quality time with their family. But it's really, really now, like you said, it's not a luxury campaign. It's not to get some extra, something extra in the community to beautify it. Here at the center, yeah. to keep ourselves, to keep the body alive, to keep yeah. the chayalim alive and the residents alive, to really make sure the family can be secure in every way. Yeah, we're not building parks, folks. Not this time. We've built parks and we've built playgrounds. And believe me, the children of Hebron need them. 
But that's not what it is this time. Now it's about survival. It's about security. It's about uh, IDF needs for those who are in Hebron, uh, personnel and reservists who are protecting the holy city of Hebron. And it's, of course, for the, all the 2023 equipment, whether it be drones or uh, or anything else that, uh, that, that needs to be implemented into, into the security arsenal because of how creative the enemy has gotten, especially over the last few years. Rabbi Simcha Hachbaum, Director of Tourism for the Chevron Fund, joins me in encouraging everybody to make this hour and to make these couple of days very, very successful for the Chevron Fund. It's all about security, and that's what they're using every single dollar for. Remember that right now, uh, due to the generosity of some of Chevron's generous matchers, all online donations are being doubled for a limited time, which means every time you give... Uh, $180, you're really giving $360. We're asking you to please give today, hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. And Rib Simcha, before you leave us, you daven this morning next to Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, and the Imahot, of course, as well. Uh, we read in these parshios of just how difficult life was for Yaakov Avinu when confronted by his brother, the enemy. Um, what could you tell us about how those messages of yesterday are so important for us to remember today? Everything that went, the patriarchs went through in their lives was a little foreshadowing of what we're going through today. And Yaakov struggled against Laban. Yaakov struggled with Esau, with the archangel of Esau, is our struggle today. The angel of Esau has many disguises, has many faces. Sometimes he comes at you as a straight up, as a murderer, as a gangster, as a thief. I'm ready to murder you and to do all the terrible atrocities we read about. But many times, according to the matter, she came as a scholar, a Tamil Chacham. It's a disguise of being a professor, an advocate of human rights, an advocate of universalism, an advocate of democracy, whatever else. And we have to also know that's another faith that the world is using today to cover up the anti-Semitism. And we have to go to this battle like Yaakov did to fight that night, that long, long night, and realize at the end Yaakov was victorious and God changed his name not to Shlumiel, but to Yisrael. We struggled, but we overcame, and therefore the whole thing of a Jew is to not be afraid to fight, not to run away from our fight, not to run away from our struggles and problems. Amazing, Rup Simcha. Can't thank you enough. Stay strong. Best regards to all of our friends in Hebron and Kiryat Arba. Reb Simcha Hachbaum, Director of Tourism for the Hebron Fund, on a Monday morning broadcast at JM in the AM.
Well, this has become a beautiful tradition at JM in the AM. During one of the days of the Chevron Fund year-end campaign, we dedicate an hour and speak to some of our favorite people from the holy city of Chevron. And frankly, uh, our listeners are always excited about Chevron. They're excited to visit there, excited to support the Chevron Fund. But this year is a little different. It's all about security. It's all about the needs of the soldiers. It's all about providing what the... Uh, what the um, what those who are protecting the holy city of Hebron need at this time could be drones, could be sophisticated twenty twenty three equipment. It could be thermal wear just to have them dry and warm at night. Could be anything. Uh, as uh, Dan Rosenstein wrote in his most recent letter about today's um, about today's campaign. Uh, Dan is the uh, Rabbi Daniel Rosenstein is the executive director of the Chevron Fund. He wrote, now more than ever, we are caring for our security forces. The weather has turned cold. By the way, it gets cold in Chevron, folks. I mean, really cold. And let me tell you, Chevron, as he writes, is freezing overnight. Uh, we've been asked to provide cold weather gear. Yes, the IDF provides gloves, but the soldiers need warmer, more durable gloves, neck warmers, hats, and more. Uh, they also received a request. I think this is what um, Simcha was referring to. They received a request to sponsor a family appreciation day for the spouses and children of Hebron area IDF soldiers. It'll be during Hanukkah when the kids are off from school. Um, in addition, they're hosting a morale-boosting barbecue and upgrading their medical and security gear uh, constantly at this time in order to just connect with the families and to provide with the personnel needs to um to keep the security up to date uh for a limited time all donations are being doubled all donations are being doubled for a limited time go to hebronfund.org hebronfund.org rabbi dan rosenstein a pleasure to welcome you back to jm in the am Nachum, interesting times, but uh, always good to be on home turf on the Nachum Siegel show. I, in the AM. I appreciate that. And interesting times, what a way to put it. You're 100% right. <laughs> These are interesting times, all right. Um, so let's, let's start with the security needs, and then we'll go to the more extended aspect of this campaign. Dan, you know, we know this. Unfortunately, the Jewish people learned this lesson up close and personal. You know that the enemy continues to upgrade uh, their equipment and they continue to, whether it's purchase or, or get somehow, uh, sophisticated, what I call 2023-era equipment, state-of-the-art stuff uh, to, God, for, God forbid, 
uh, do damage uh, to us, the Jewish people. Uh, the only response, frankly, is to make sure that everything uh, that Hebron has in terms of security is state-of-the-art, is upgraded, is a step ahead of the enemy, so to speak. And I am sure that's why all of this, the security needs, has become the main focus of this campaign. Address that for us this morning. I'm not even sure where to start. The needs are so immense and the urgency it couldn't be more urgent. I mean, I, I go out to various bases, bases which you don't uh, maybe tell your wife or your uh, mom where you're going out to in uh, South Hebron Hills and other areas. Uh, these these, uh, these uh, angels in green are outside doing, uh, sitting at outposts. You know, I, I've, you know uh, I think uh, Yishai alluded to the... Uh, the program that we're doing, bringing Khalas to the bases. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, so we're going to outposts and then we're going to outposts of outposts. Uh, you know, you could have, you could have uh, great uh, Tachina from the army, but terrible, uh, terrible Khalas, you know, the water, you know, it's not so great, but you have these French Khalas that are baked in uh, Kirit Arba. You could have regular uh, Tachina with it and, and they look forward to it every week. So I've, really gotten to know a lot of very a lot of different soldiers whether it's the soldier from paris who uh who flew in with his sneakers and uh uh we were i was able to pick him up uh, a pair of uh, uh boots uh, a frenchy uh, soldier uh whether it was um soldiers that didn't have jackets whether it was soldiers uh that needed uh you know other kinds of uh, warm uh, cold weather gear um, all, all, I mean, we're really tip of the spear. There's no, you know, overhead. We're not in some fancy office on fifth Avenue. Um, I'm almost afraid to open my phone every day because of all the requests, whether it's, uh, they want to do a family day for the, for the spouses of the soldiers that are, that are, uh, in Hebron and their families. Uh, I'm going back with, uh, I'm going back with uh, toys that were de- donated for these families. I'm going back uh, with uh, with meat for a barbecue, which we're going to do on, uh, on another barbecue we're going to do on Hanukkah. But, you know, I'm getting all kinds of requests all in the Hebron area that, uh, you know, quite frankly, it's a bit overwhelming. And now I understand how some of the major donors that I speak to, you know, when everyone's coming up to them, asking them for things. But this is, this is critical. It's urgent. You asked me specifically what do we need. Uh, you know, aside from the thermal clothing, I'd really, I really want to get them the, this uh, thermal clothing. Um, Yoni needs to upgrade the communication radios, uh, medical AD, ATV, life-saving equipment, uh, defibrillators, uh, first responder kits. Uh, I was sitting with Yoni, and uh, he has all these cameras. Some of them we so far have uh, upgraded. And then there's, it's like the Brady Bunch. There's like blank boxes there. I'm like, Yoni, what, you know, what's going on? And uh, he's in the middle of telling me. And then all of a sudden he gets a call on the radio. Uh, you know, he like goes into his, uh, into some other kind of mode, totally ignores me. And he's uh, trying to protect some soldiers that are getting uh, Molotov cocktails uh, thrown at him. He's at them and he's uh, calling and, I mean, it's just, you know, it's been seven weeks of in- intensity. Uh, I mean, I myself have lost probably uh, 11 pounds. I haven't slept a full night. Um, and we're just going, 
we're going 24-7. Yoni made a wedding last week. Wow. Uh, 6.30 in the morning, he's already at his... Uh, He's already at uh, in the uh, Hama, the 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 Khedermil Hama, with all the cameras and the radios and all that action, uh, you know. And and obviously the the IDF knows something that we don't know that they're putting in. I don't know if it's two hundred percent or what, but there, there's soldiers all over the place in Hebron like I never saw before, and in the Hebron Hills. Uh, so so we're very much very much in this. Uh, in this fight. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, and, and I know that you've only hit the tip of the iceberg with all of this, but the listeners out there need to understand that to stay ahead of this game, it costs money. Uh, the game I'm referring to is security. That's number one. That's why I hope everyone gives, especially today, since it's all being doubled. Everything you give folks is doubled. 500 becomes a thousand Hebronfund.org. Hebronfund.org. But then all these initiatives, the get-togethers for the families, the soldiers, the Hanukkah celebration, all the, the barbecues, everything, the, the, uh, the, the socks, the shoes, the boots, the thermals, everything that you're trying to provide for them just to stay warm uh, during the winter is, uh, is an effort in and of itself. Add it all together, and the needs are, are so immense. And you're right, by the way. And I don't know how you found things here during your trip to the United States. It must be very difficult because there are a lot of people you've relied on in the past, and now everybody is relying on them. It could be every town in Israel. It could be every town down south. It could be all the different efforts and chesed projects that are going on. There are a lot of needs out there, Dan. I feel like when I made Aliyah, you know, you look at your bank account, and, like, there's all kinds of numbers coming in and coming out, and, you know, and that's kind of what's happening here. It comes in, yeah, uh, comes right. in here in New York, and we just toss it over into uh, over into Israel. So you can't give enough, folks. That's the bottom line. You just can't give enough. That's really the bottom line. Uh, Lenny Solomon has a song, Keep On Giving. <laughs> There's no other message. That is the message. And encourage your friends and neighbors and those on social media, your email lists, etc., to do the same. Uh, we'll do the same in our newsletter. You'll find the link today. Uh, hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N fund.org. Right now, uh, anything that's given uh, today is going to be doubled. So your 180 becomes 360 and your 1800 becomes 3600. Hebronfund.org. The needs are immense in so many different areas. And at the minimum, let's try our hardest to help Yoni and his team shore up the security needs for the Holy City. Any of us who've ever been there, uh, we've experienced what it's like being under their tutelage. Uh, under the safety of his security team. Thank God we're able to visit because of them. Let's give them what they need to keep us as safe as possible. Dan Rosenstein, you get the last word. Uh, it's an hour dedicated to Hebron. What would you like to tell our listeners out there? <clears throat> you know, I, I, I wasn't sure whether I should mention it or not. I didn't even mention it to you before, but, um, you know, I, I, I don't want to show off, but uh, the Hebron Fund was recognized by the uh, Free Palestine Movement and Within Our Lifetime as one of only 18 Zionistic uh, charities that are funding, according to them, the colonization in Israel. <laughs> uh, they even left us. Yeah, that was the big, uh, you know, they published it. It was in the newspapers, well, you, you know, 18 you, you, uh, organizations. You know, what, you know what they say, Dan, if you're good enough for them, you're good enough for me. <laughs> Uh, yeah. At first I was nervous and upset. And then I started to blush that they took the time. They, they even, they even left uh, me a love letter. When I came into uh, New York, they spray painted in front of the Chevron fund. Uh, in Brooklyn? Offices. In Brooklyn? 
In Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. So maybe we need a security campaign. Uh, I don't have Yoni over here in the IDF, so it's a little uh Do you have a ca- do, you, do, you, do you at least have a camera in front or not? I know that we, building. We 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 had cameras and uh, we upgraded them within 24 hours of that happening. Yeah. Holy yeah. cow. And we're in touch with the police and the you know, I don't want to say other things, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, if yeah, you, if you're, fund is under attack. Yeah, if you're targeted, by, and, you know, if you're targeted by them, I mean, that that's something that the cops could certainly understand that that one building would be a very prime target for the enemy. Anyway, uh, tell us about <laughs> tell us about your uh, final message regarding the needs in Israel. Uh, that's it. In other words, it's. I think uh, I think we covered it. You know, yeah. um, you, you, listeners should go to HebronFund.org. There's a big banner there for security. Uh, all these security funds are are going to fund security uh, in uh, in Hebron and the Hebron area. Um, I personally am there overseeing it. Uh, I'm I'm personally meeting with uh, the families and with uh, uh, you know whether it's the the barbecues or the equipment or the, the, the soldiers. And, and I mean, I was getting cold just delivering uh challah. Yeah, I can imagine. I can't imagine, you know, two in the morning, oh. you know, these, these guys and girls are out there, you know, it's freezing there and to be in, uh, you know, not great, uh, not, Na- neighborhoods, you know, they, <laughs> not great. They deserve it. They're, yeah. they're in sketchy neighborhoods. Let's just put it that way. How many years are you, you at know? the Chevron fund? Uh, 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 over 10, maybe 11, 12, Amazing. something like that. God bless you, Dan. I hope the yeah. campaign goes really well. We'll continue to remind our listeners, and let's do everything we can for the holy city of Hebron. Thanks so much for joining us this morning. Amen. Thank you. Hebronfund.org, everything is, uh, everything is doubled for uh, uh, today, and we'll see how, how much further we can go. Hebronfund.org, H-E-B-R-O-N, fund.org again h-e-b-r-o-n fund.org we take an hour each uh, december to um, highlight the year-end campaign of the chevron fund this time it's all about security there are other things as dan and, and our guests describe but security is number one number one do what you can to help out and everything you give today is being doubled hebronfund.org our brothers and sisters in Israel we are with you it's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners sponsored digital radio around the world the web and network and of course on the beloved NSN app tomorrow Country Yassi and Heshi Wolfish expected in our studio tomorrow Country Yassi and Heshi Wolfish expected in our studio. Also, a reminder, this coming Wednesday night, uh, Jewish Sports Heritage Association and Temple Israel and Lawrence invite you to attend the uh, the night with Dr. Gurak, the book about Marty Glickman, this coming Wednesday night at 7.30 at Temple Israel and Lawrence on Central Avenue. So keep that in mind. And uh, what else I want to remind everybody about? that I wanted to remind you that Rabbi Benji Kramer is going to be analyzing the 30th chapter of Psalms coming up next on Meir Milim. It's the chapter we say every day of Hanukkah starting this Friday. Have a fabulous Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember to pass, live the present, and trust the future.